All right, we're back. What week are we in? Thirteen. Thirteen. Heading into week thirteen, week twelve. Deep in the cut. <laughs> Wild. I feel like everything that could have made the league more interesting happened. All in one week. We'll get there. Sitting here with the usual suspects. The man, the tank, the legend, Motown Mambo. Yes, I am. I didn't know who he was going to introduce first there for a second. Yeah. I'm trying to get him to call me the Motown mobster. So look for that next week. I've got thoughts on that. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, Charlie's Angels, the commish. Yes, sir. And also trying to get him to call him the Archangel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like... The Archangel. You guys know the Bible pretty well. Was Lucifer an Archangel before he fell? Whoa, accusations. Accusations. Father of snakes. I prefer Michael, thank you very much. Okay. And, uh, new father. Yes, he is. Big dogs, new lease on life. Mambo's trying to get people to call me the pound puppies. Oh, yeah, that's a good one for you. Well, I know, it feels good to have another dog in the pack for him. Not Mm -hmm. after that dog, though. No pound puppies this week. That was amazing. Not this week. I gotta say, I died laughing at that. How did it feel, you know, like, realizing that you had a really, you know, poor chance of winning your game because of Kyron Williams and then giving, helping give birth to a new son and then the first night of his existence watching Josh Dobbs crap the bed? The whole thing is surreal. Totally, uh, totally undeserved. New, uh, new dog in the pack is absolutely phenomenal. Um, Jack Douglas Hall, we welcomed him in. Really excited to have him. He's doing well. Mom's doing well. As he's coming down the pipe, you know, Kyron Williams scoring touchdown, scoring touchdown. Rocky resurrecting himself from the dead. First words I swore I heard him say, good win, Rocky. Super suspect. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. We, 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 you know, everything was good. We had football going in the hospital. It was it was a good time. Did you have, How you pulled that off, I don't know. Did you have your phone, like, behind Katie's head as you were, you know, talking her through stuff, watching... Get it on the big screen. Oh, jeez. We, awesome. we did have to. The TV was so... Push! Funny. Push! Katie's going, I am! Austin, Austin goes, no, I'm talking to the offensive line. <laughs> Got you. I wasn't just talking to the defensive line, trying to get him to stop Kyron. No. It was no we uh, yeah we we there was some sort of pre labor stuff so we had some the game on for that and, and then things went quickly so okay well welcome in Glad I think to be our here. Thanks, guys. first repeat guest good to have him um all right week twelve review and what a crazy week it was uh, we had three possible I think division clinching games maybe not but. You know, if Uncle Mike wins, you think he's got a really, really good shot. Um, but let's get into it. Uh, first and foremost, you had Believe. He's still believing. Uh, knocks off the Striders, 116 to 109. I'm not going to lie, the combined zero points from my kicker defense uh, sank the ship. That hurt a little bit. But that's okay. We move on. Big matchup this week. Uh, Also in our division, you had the Massacres tying things up with the Young Guns. Uh, Both of them now at 48. You making fantasy moves over there? (laughs) I wanted to get my lineup legal. It's fair. When you got this many good players, it's a hard decision to make. So, (laughs) all right. Algiers available. (laughs) This many mid-tier players. (laughs) We'll see what happens. Did we Uh, play this year? Yeah, I won. Hurts, doesn't it? Dad, you going to pick up Alger and start him over Bijan? No. But I got the dial ready. Yes, he does. Uh, the bad guys, once again, beat the Young Guns 111 to 100. Game of the week. Showed out. Angels putting up what I think is the highest score this year. Led by 29 from the Dolphins' defense. 158, finally ending the Patriarchs' run of tyranny. I think that's the last two losses for her. Uh, the, her last two losses are to me, I might add. I don't think so. 
I think she lost to uh, McGuire. Okay, I thought two. I had her week two. Maybe I had her week one. I think, so. I think you guys had each other week two. Because the division, the way the division round robin goes, it goes you play the same teams in order. One through three, and then uh, what would it be? 11 through 14, or 12 through 14? 12 through 14. The, uh, the Mambo put up 163 back in week five, back when he had Tyree Kill, Travis Etienne, Dak Prescott. How's Etienne doing for you? <laughs> Still trying to get over 10? <laughs> I remember telling Jen too. This is kind of scattered. But week two, she was 0 and 2, and I remember trying to trade for Jamar Chase and saying, "You need a win now." And then she rattled off nine straight. It's funny little anecdotal story. Uh, so yeah, the Angels beat the Patriarchs. The Mambo back from the dead. A little Undertaker-esque action. He sits up from his sarcophagi. Uh, you, no, I'm nobody had me in it, but you, I think. I wasn't dead. I wasn't in the tomb. Was Let's I? See what fantasy pros says. Well, I had like I was in the thirty percent range, so I feel like I'm being a little bit. A loss from the big dogs would have helped you, but we'll get there. We'll get there. He beats newly named Dyson. I think he named that because his team sucks. Um, yeah, well, if you look at the at the game board, it actually says suck on it. So. Oh, I don't think it's the I don't think it's the team okay. as much as it is the owner. His moves have put him in the he's in the sarcophagus. He didn't sit up. Whereas, I mean, if you look at his team to start the season, he's traded his way in his he's he's traded his way to ineptitude. I mean, just leave it alone, Steve. You did good. You done good, Steve. And then he traded it away. Yeah. Well, trading C.D. Lamb, you just can't do that. No, who does that? We'll get there. <laughs> um, in that, uh, moving on to the central, the Benzers. It hurts. It hurts because now he doesn't control his own destiny. Loses to Colton, 85 to 89. and That's what really hurts. Yeah. The back from the dead, two, I think, big dogs. On Monday night, your season was pretty this much is, over. The, the Benzers are on their own destiny. They're 8-4. and four. If they win out, they, they're yeah, division right, champs. Right. Sorry. I was never given the name. Um, the big dogs just didn't have a chance. And Josh Dobb, was that, can you guys think of a worse fantasy or like a football quarterbacking performance besides every time Zach Wilson steps on the field. We had a we had a player two weeks ago go negative. No, I mean like not not fantasy performance, but like NFL quarterback. Can you imagine can you think of a worse game? He had like seven or eight throws that should have been picked off. I watched like every play of that game and a couple of his picks were right off the hands of receivers. That's true. I mean there were two of them that were hit the receivers in both hands. There were some great downfield passes that, like, there's the one to start the game that Addison caught that he just dropped as it, like, hit the ground. I like the guy. You like Dobbs? I do like him, yeah. Well, he played so bad, Kevin O'Connell said, and I quote, we're going to be exploring our options at quarterback. I think if I was playing against him last week, I don't like Dobbs, too. That's fair. That's fair. He needed nine. How many games are left in the NFL season? Six. There's six games left in the NFL season, and we have to play the Vikings twice. So there's at least two games where he's going to exactly Ball. blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I mean, get there, too. He soured on the Lions. I'm pissy. Okay. All right. This, <clears throat> this was an awesome game this week. Just comment on it. it was, uh, I think in the chat, I had basically claimed victory, talking smack at the uh, request of uh, Bill. And then I was quickly eating crow. Like, did I bring this on myself? I even claimed victory for uh, Steve. But, but yeah, you know, close game at the end of the day. You could say that uh, I got him by a hair. Well done. Wow. Thank you, Josh. All right, real quick, uh, standings dive in before we get to the Fantasy Pros forecast. If you could start thinking of a sponsor, that'd be great. Sure. Um... In the wow. West, we got the Striders at eight and four. Believe at six and six. Young Guns and Bad Guys are eliminated at four and eight. In the Central, the Benzers still lead things at eight and four. Does control his own destiny. My bad. Big Dogs nipping at his heels. Seven and five. Scott's team Rocky both eliminated at three and nine. Uh, in the East, we've got 
The Patriarchs still leading the way at nine and three. Charlie's Angels right behind her, eight and four, and the Mambo himself at seven and five. So right now, I believe the playoff picture would be as follows: Patriarchs are the one seed. Um, sorry about that. Um, playoff picture right now: the Patriarchs would be one. I think. Does it go off points if yeah. two and three are tied? Uh, it'd probably go off head-to-head head head head. record. So did Mike beat you? Mike beat me, so not that it would matter. Right, but Badgers would be the home team. Yeah, Mike would be two, the Striders would be three, and in the wild card spot we have the Angels. But the Angels and the Mambo play each other, and the Benzers and the Big Dogs play each other this week. It's a week of change, it's a week of progress, it's a week of definitive statements by fantasy owners. It's the witching week where playoff dreams become realities or just that, dreams themselves. It's an interesting picture. We'll get into it, some of these situations uh, down the line just to, in a minute. But right now, we have the man, the Mambo's Fantasy Pros Forecast brought awesome. to you by Beacon Bridge Coffee. Beacon and Bridge Coffee, where you can go get accosted by people trying to sell you drones, but get gas at a reasonable price. Thank yeah. you, Roy. Yeah, Beacon right. Bridge. Your hometown gas dealer. Mama. All right. Well, at the bottom, it's Scott's team, number 12. He's 3-9, and nine, projected to finish 4-10. and 10. He's dropped a spot. Got jumped by his old man, the Rocky. The I Rocky. Gotta, I got to talk Scott up just real quick. Yeah. Excellent show on this past week. We appreciate it. Yeah. Big Ducks front office. Cheers. We'll send donuts. Yeah. That was a... That was a that's the thing about it wasn't our, even a good showing. It wasn't a good showing, but did he get the job done? He What's got the goal? The job done. What's the goal? A W. A W. He left the big dog smiling and satisfied. I'm just saying for the yeah. record, they had the two worst scores of the league. The record acknowledges that. <laughs> All right, well, regardless, Rocky did go off, and Rocky's got. We've been saying this. He's got a scary team. Not anymore. I mean, JT. Without JT, it's not as scary, but whatever. He still can beat you in any given week. So Rocky at 11, 10, the bad guys. Not a good year for him. It's not shaping up well. He's 4 and 8, 5 and 9 uh, projected finish. Number 9, the Young Guns. 4 and 8. And it feels a little different for him to like to sum up his season. Like he started off so badly. Now it's like, "Oh, he's actually got some dubs." But yeah, he's um, 4 and 3 over the last seven. Yeah, yeah, he's doing better. So and number 8, the ever-falling Dyson. Um, sucks to be him. Five and seven, six and eight. So not going well. Uh, number seven, all but eliminated. Believe, formerly known as Hillbillies. The Hillbillies. Six and six. Projected finish is seven and seven. As Trevor truly stated, he is not eliminated. He has less than one percent chance of making it. I don't know what that scenario is. He but wins it ain't gonna two, happen. I lose two. Like I said, I don't know what that scenario is, but it ain't gonna happen. But that is the scenario. So, number six, the Motown Mambo. Now, here's where things get a little interesting because now I have a significant chance of making the playoffs, and I consider a significant over a twenty percent chance. So we're at seven and five. We're projected to finish eight and six, which is not winning out, which we're gonna do. We'll talk about that. Um, thirty-four percent chance of making the playoffs. I like it. I'm not mad. Thirty-four. I'm, I'm fighting. This is where you want to be as a fantasy owner. Quick, give question. me a chance. Quick question. Sure. Do you think because you are paying for that app, they are boosting your confidence, your stats a little bit? Next question. <laughs> uh, also, I would like to point out eight percent chance of winning a championship. Even though I have only 34% chance of making it, they still say give this guy an 8% chance of a title. Just don't see it. Okay, five. On the outside looking in, the big dogs. They're barking. They're trying to get back in the yard. Seven and five, eight and six. 58% chance of making the playoffs. You got to feel good about that. Uh, 20% chance of a title. Um, In the playoffs, uh, currently per Fantasy Pros, Locked into the number four spot at eight and four, nine and five finish, slides a spot off a loss, 63% chance of making it, 13% chance of a title, the Benzers. And number three, the Archangel himself. Or is it Archangel? It's Archangel. It's whatever you want. It's Archangel himself, Charlie's Angels, 
eight and four, nine and five, jumps a spot off a huge win, ending the Patriarchs' winning streak. By the way, that didn't go mentioned. Sixty-four um, percent chance of getting in. I have to argue with it though, and fourteen percent chance of a title. Um, number two, Boondock Striders, eight and four, nine and five, eighty-six percent chance of getting in. And still leads the way in the title, although it's a huge shot from a 38% last week, 26%. Things have changed. Not Number one, disagree with it. Not going to make the playoffs per the Mambo. But number one, per Fantasy Pros, Patriarchs, 9-3, and 10-4, and 94% chance, basically a lock, not going to happen. 19% chance of winning a title. I think it's funny they're so confident in her getting in, but only give her a twenty less than twenty percent chance of winning the title. Who has more points between the two of you? Because if you win out and she loses out, you guys are tied, right? Patriarchs with thirteen ninety-three, Mambo with fourteen twenty-one. Because that's what the yeah. tiebreaker would be, right? Well, it depends on if it's it would. He has to beat her. So well, it depends if it's wild card or. Um, or divisional because the tiebreakers are different. I do have 35 more points than you, though. You do. He would have probably a better divisional record. He gar- uh, he would guarantee it. I'm two and two. No, he's two and two, and she's one and three. Yeah, so he'd be, have to be four and two, and she'd have to be. She's one, one and three in division, and she's nine and three overall. She oh. swept the non-divisional. Oh. Jen, no, Jen's her not. hardest her hardest matchups are in division, so it makes sense. Yeah. Jen's okay. Everybody's everybody's matchups in the league are hardest when they play the East. The beast of the East. Jen's got a great matchup. You guys don't have anybody in the top. The Patriarchs play Dyson, who's out. Lamar Jackson's on by. James Cook is on by. The Ravens defense is on by. (laughs) All around him are familiar. (laughs) So if you... Looks like the Patriarchs are 10 and 3. There's a reason she was so high to make the playoffs. Damn it. <laughs> Seriously. Dyson. Make a move, Dyson. You're just Dyson. Dyson. You need him to get a W for it. Dyson, come on, dude. If ever there's a time to do something good for the rest of the league. That's right. Let me have this. I don't know how that helps the rest of the league, but. Can you you can still be wild card though. You gotta I gotta beat Chuck angels. and then he's gotta lose. He's got a game on me, doesn't he? As the game I played against no. Rocky. Oh, Cruz. no, that would even it up. That would even it up, and you have scored just a few more points right now. But Austin, too. Austin's, you need Austin Austin's to my blocker it. because he's a three-way. So you're rooting for yourself, obviously, Dyson, and Uncle Mike. Mike could lose out. That's a potential. You got Uncle Mike this week? I got Mike this week, and then he plays Steve Hall the week after. Yeah, who Steve I think Hall is ridiculous. 11.88 Now without JT. Week. I'm sorry, we've been saying his team is good all year. He's literally like that last in points. Who's that? Uncle Steve. I think he's second to well, last. Well, I think what we, were, what we were saying was... He is does have a good team. The team on paper is sound. Yes. All right. All right, moving on. We've got a trade review. Two of them, actually. Um, the first of those being uh, the New Orleans Saints defense which was traded to the Striders for Zachary Charbonnet, uh, running back for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, From my end, I just made this move, and everyone realized that I made this move to get a defense for Week 15, um, maybe 14, too, because they have Carolina. Um, But, yeah, I just wanted them for uh, the Giants in the playoffs. That's kind of where I'm at. I felt like I felt like this was actually a trade where both of us were helped out a little bit. I'm not going to play Charbonnet now that I have Warren, so. Okay. Can, so gonna, it sounds like you were helped out the most. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And not as much as Austin was in our next trade. Oh, God. C.D. Lamb. I want you to say it. C.D. Lamb. Okay. Wide receiver, what, three, I think, on the year? Four. Brandon Ayuk, who is an amazing wide receiver. One of the best in the NFL, just not one of the best for fantasy. And Jalen Warren. Defend yourself. I haven't heard any accusations against me. I like the trade still. Come on. I like the trade. Dude, Jalen Warren is RB17 this week. I need that. Okay. 
in RB my life. 17. Yes, RB17. The worst defense in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, and great. There's six teams on by. And? So where's he at on an at, like weekly basis? Where's he at in my lineup? He's starting, and he's going to win me the game, I hope. Jaylen, so Jaylen I have Warren. to win. Jalen Warren has gotten like three or four 60, 70-yard touchdowns this year. So That's awesome. Jalen Warren is straight up explosive. He is. He is. But the, like, new you, offensive coordinator walks in and says, guess what we're going to do? We're going to give the ball to Jalen Warren. Would you rather start Warren or Najee? Warren. Really? 100% Warren. Warren's got way more upside. Let's look at his scoring per week. Well, here's I just don't see it. Here's 6.7. This is where we started this year. We're going to walk through it because I I, guess, I'm... So I want to just... I mean, this trade was birthed by the Saints D for Zach Charbonnet trade. That trade went through. I seen it. I said, my gosh, let's do something. I'd have given you something more than Zach Charbonnet to help you win, Jay. And uh, I think I yeah, said you that... you took a lot, too. I think I said that every player on my bench would outscore him. But... But yeah, so then I reached out to you, said let's do a deal. It was like f- what five minutes before the trade deadline. Jared, I'd like to look into that. Like five. Minutes oh, we the were trade right up against it. On the phone, just slinging. When was the trade deadline? Twelve thirty p.m. on uh, on that Sunday, or something like that. Anyway, we were. I knew it was like we were like we got five minutes. It was crazy. And then I was like, look, I really want CD. I'll send you any two of my like sort of bench pieces that are starters. I think most teams so. <laughs> Well, Ayuk's in your lineup every week. Yeah, I mean, he, essentially he, what we did is I downgraded at wide receiver, and I got myself a flex player. I think both wide receivers scored 15 points this past week. I had 12. Um, for Ayuk? Uh, yeah, Ayuk had 12. Okay. And I think CD had 17.8. Okay. I'm predicting a fall-off on Dallas's offense in general. You can book that. All these guys are going to be eating crow here in about two weeks when this trade, when everything comes up, Mambo. But for me, I, with Dak leading my team, I like, get it. I, I'm taking the stack and just hoping that's not the case. And right. I'll bet my season on it. That's no, it's the case, though. So. Yeah, well, so, right. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line, exactly. Yeah, I mean, if it works out for you, then you're a good owner. All I can tell you is that CBS Sports right now, is projecting 25.8 out of Jalen Warren this week. So 25.8? says it right no, there. No, that's opponents. That's well, a... that's close enough. <laughs> 31th ranked defense against the yeah, run. That's why Arizona, he's this week. The poorest Arizona Cardinals. I, I hear you. This week is yeah. a great match. Yeah. yeah. And guess what? When I beat him this week because I have Jalen Warren... I don't care what you think. I'm sorry, you're, I'm sorry that your butthole's puckering so bad that Austin's going to beat you in the playoffs because I made that trade. You're scared. I get it. I'm not. You made a, you made a really good team a lot better. I just want to say for the record, Jalen <laughs> Warren is projected to score 11.4 on CBS. Okay, and guess what I need out of that? 11.4, and I'll win the game. I mean, I don't have another guy that's going to do that. He's a high upside guy. What's Charbonnet expected to put up? Oh, Charbonnet. Before Kenneth Walker's been uh, ruled out. 5.3. Before Kenneth Dude, Walker's been ruled out. I got snake oiled on that one. I about just cut Charbonnet a second ago. So instead I went with Algier. Charbonnet, you know Charbonnet you know, sucks. That's why he couldn't even start at Michigan. Jerry, what's interesting about the trade that you and I did is that both of us are fighting for playoff chances. All I got to say is like, snake oil once, shame on him. Snake oil twice? It, oh, I, I'll accept the blame here. It's basically just a bet on Dallas. Honestly, it is. I need if a, Dallas, if Dallas tanks. The stock has been rising. <laughs> I, I completely yeah. disagree that I got tank in here. I, I like my side. I'd make it again right now. I'd make the trade again right now. This sounds all too familiar. Well, so Dallas has only beaten teams that are four and six or worse or something like that. Like, if you look at the record of teams they've beaten, they're real bad. Yeah. And they're playing Miami, Philadelphia, and Buffalo the next three weeks. And let's go back now, real that's quick. that's result in one of two things. Either Dak's going to make all kinds of mistakes and the Cowboys are going to show their face, right? Which we've all seen that happen before with them choke. Or... He's going to be slinging it downfield to C.D. Lamb, and it's going to go really well. And I think I think I could see it, Jerry, where the outcome of that, however that happens, means one of us makes the playoffs and the other doesn't. I mean, this trade could definitely determine it. But I, what I'll tell you is, well, C.D., he scored pretty good early in the season, too. 9.7, 19.8, 8.2, 12.8, 6.9, 15.2. And both then he CD, got hot. Both CD and Ayuk are feast or famine guys. Then he got hot. 
CeeDee Lamb has, I gotta say, CD Lamb has been double digits honestly. the last six weeks. His low score was 13.5. He's had two weeks over 30, one week over 20. And, and who's he played the last few weeks? He's well, only got nobody. matchups Car- No, he doesn't. Him. No, he does not. They're not good passing defenses. Philadelphia's well, defense is porous when it comes okay, to Okay, and I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm going to let the – Proof or the the product speak for itself. We'll see what happens after this week. I, I will go on air as saying, if Austin wins the league because of this trade, I'll buy you lunch. Can I get in on that too? No. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you right now, I want something back if this goes the other way. Jared, if the Cowboys suck. If, if, if I win the league because he doesn't, of this trade, no. I'll buy you lunch. Fine. He deserves it. That's right. <laughs> And I'll put a, I'll put a little like J three as like a you know where the TM why there's like copyright if on the trophy we'll do the big I want that you guys are talking about that like it's some kind of bad thing please put my name on the trophy I'd love it exactly should we do the deal the opposite way if I score as big I no because nobody's shit talking you you're some kind of trading god I thought that was him thought that was the snake oil salesman over there. I, I like my trade. I took a defense, a not dog. wide receiver three. <laughs> I'm a dog. I don't slither. We did, I didn't try to talk Jerry into it at all, did I? No, I you sent, called me. I sent you like four or five different offers. We were we were negotiating. You it was right. a good negotiation. And let me say this. last thing I'll say, though, is it is true. I felt kind of like Thanos putting the last Infinity Stone in the gauntlet, putting CD in right next to Tyreek Hill this morning. And I was just like, I, I got to say, It'll be interesting how it turns out. I'm looking at my team, dude, and I can see the draft board here. You got it up in the office. All my players are from your team. I mean, they are. All my starters are from you, dude. Besides Rashad. You don't have Josh Jacobs. No, at like Dak Prescott, Travis Etienne, Tyreek Hill, C.D. Lamb, Sam Laporta. I have the Mambo's team. Well, you you know who to follow. TM, bro. Day three, yeah, it's... All right, Chuckster, you're up. Commission's corner. All right. Now, this has nothing to do with being commissioner, but uh, I'm just saying right now that I'm bringing my old Arthur Smith back out. Oh, He had a great week. Just listen to me. You know, I thought that this dog was going to turn out to be like something from Hellraiser where there was just uh, pins sticking out everywhere. But lo and behold, Arthur Smith decides to actually play his best players and give them the ball, and they're in first place again. Isn't that amazing how that happens, Arthur? Yeah. Quit being smarter than you think you are and just give your best players the ball and good things will happen. Now, does that mean I'm pulling out all of the pins? No. But I think he deserves to have at least a little pain. Maybe. He does. So I think I'm going to take the one that's sticking out of his head and remove the hat. So I'm pulling one out. He's still got some in there, but it's amazing. You get the best player in the ball and you win. It's shocking. And you get a pin way, taken out of your head. Way to go. Way to go. So good job, Arthur. And that's the Angels Archway, brought to you by Arnold Palmer Light Half and Half Lemonade Iced Tea. It's refreshing and low calorie. Enjoy yourself an Arnold Palmer today, brought to you by Arizona. Hopefully your team's win brought to you by Arizona this week. The Cardinals. Listen. It's a good matchup. No, you're, you're hurt. I get it. You feel I enabled him to win a title. This is... The, it's not a bad trade. Bad trade. I'll, I'll, okay, no, no, listen, no. One thing, real quick. I put it in Fantasy Pros Trade Analyzer, and it gave me the advantage. You wouldn't take a trade all year long that did that, okay? Not all year long. I made a trade with the big dogs that was in my favor on the Trade Analyzer and Fantasy Pros. Okay, that's fair. We're both both of our teams are in a position where we got to take the long shots. Exactly. All right, on to the NFL comparisons. I feel like I'm about to get roasted. I screenshotted that, too. I can show it to you. Yeah, you know you sent it. I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yet still. I just... It's fine. Um, NFL, HFL comparisons. Starting things off. In the West with the Hillbillies. Who wants to lead us off? I'll go first. You know, I think Hillbillies, and uh, I think I'm going to have to say that uh, his NFL comparison is the Raiders. I mean, Bill changes his name more often than the Raiders change his cities. And uh, they come up and they win every once in a while, and they have some really good times, but uh, they have some down times too. So uh, for me, the Hillbillies comparison are the Raiders. Oh, boy. Hard one for me. 
I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. So, Minnesota Vikings. They got a couple championships at some point, don't they? They've never won an NFL championship? No. I don't think so. Went Are through, you kidding me? Went through this last week. What about the Purple People Eaters? They were always second. They were they were like Buffalo Bills light. Still holds. Still holds. He's barely won a championship. Hasn't he had just one? I think he has one. Yeah, yeah so kind of still holds. Like, they're always decent, you know, hanging around. You know, fun team. Yeah. You know, had Randy Moss at one point, you know. They, they've got team. character and attitude. Yeah, yeah. Purple people eaters. Along that line, I'll go with the Colts. Uh, kind of a zany owner, maybe. Likes to have fun. Likes to uh, speak out. It's always a good time. Um, but has its highs and lows. You know, you get Peyton Manning, you get Andrew Luck. Ooh, yeah. You're gonna have uh, you're gonna have a good time, but you don't have those guys, and it's a bit of a carousel. So yeah. I went with the Colts. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Houston Texans. Ooh, I, good one. I felt like Bill at the start of the season, Tony Pollard didn't work out. Garrett Wilson, Rogers goes down, devastating. Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. He'll help you some weeks, but he can't win it for you on his own. Debo Samuel's been hurt. Evan Ingram's had an okay year. Kamara was suspended. At the beginning of the year, it was like, dude, your team's a wreck. Yeah. And he's just come out, and it's like, whoa, the hillbillies. Yeah. All year fighting. And I love that he had C.J. Stroud. The Tank Dell pickup's been great. So, yeah, it's been been fun to watch him this year, just like the Texans. Yeah. And bad luck doesn't get dealt to you much worse than... Does the the Houston Texans shit the bad and lose a game this week? And... They did. Tragic a lot, of, a lot of people are saying they did, yeah. A lot I mean, but was it like real tragic? Where everybody was just it, like, oh! It was game. It, people were saying the refs, man. There was this last minute on the final drive, tank down, like 30-yard reception, both his feet clearly in. And the they didn't challenge that, though. That's on them. I know, I know. But it was like, they, it shouldn't have needed to be challenged. It was so clear. Like right. They showed the replay, and it was like, whoa. So. I like how you did the, the yearly... Comparison. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do just because it's too hard to look through the franchise history and kind of mm. just the yearly. He always doing this year compared to a team. I like yeah. that. Okay. Uh, moving on to the young guns. <laughs> okay. Who started off like shit this year? Denver Broncos. I'm gonna start off with the Denver Broncos. Okay. Denver Broncos started off terrible but caught a little steam. You know. Yeah. It's not bad at all. I'm going with the uh, the Commanders. Mm. The reason I like that is new ownership. Mm-hmm. Uh, a hated, loathed owner. No, I'm just kidding. That's my way. Um, <laughs> exits the league. Um, new ownership. Really a, a lot of excitement there. But you need some time to kind of build that team up, build that equity. Uh, so rough the year this year. I believe the Commanders are 4 in 7 or no, I think they're four and eight. The commanders are four and eight. Yeah, just like um, just like the young guns are. Um, but there's a lot of promise there. You know, they got Sam Howell. Just a lot of excitement under a new ownership group. So I went with the commanders for the young guns. For me and the young guns, I uh, you know, it's his first year in the league. I thought ah, expansion club. So I was going with the Jaguars. Now, even though the Jaguars have had a pretty good year this year and the Young Guns have taken it on the nose a little bit, I think that, uh, that the Young Guns have had some ups and downs, just like the Jaguars are. They're the last team that entered the NFL, and uh, Young Guns is the last team that entered the HFL. Um, he's, he's going through some growing pains just right, like the Jags are. So I'm going with the Young Guns and, uh, and the Jaguars. Uh, I'm going to go with the New York Jets. A lot of talent there, um, a lot of reason to struggle. Just like the Jets, he lost some key people in his lineup real early. <coughs> um, but he's, he's come out and he's beaten some great owners. So the Young Guns in their rookie year took down the Ar- Archangels and uh, Rocky. So the two best owners, you know, historically in the league. So he's come out and just like the – who did the Jets beat? They beat uh, Philadelphia, right? Didn't Zach Wilson beat the Eagles? Zach Wilson's bench, but no. I don't think they played. No, in, uh, on October 15th, yes. the Jets beat the Jets Eagles 2014. Stop so the Jets, it. The Jets came out and had beaten some great teams. The only um, when was that? No. This year. The Jets Holy are the crap. only team to beat. And that's what I said when, when, uh, J, when Jay Ford comes out and beats uh, 
the Angels and Rocky right in a row. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's something to be like, oh, whoa, you know? And everybody knows he's been dealt a bad hand this year, just like the Jets. Uh, he lost Nick Chubb early. That's really the worst thing that's happened to him. Yeah. Probably a totally And that's a bad thing. Though. Totally different season. Right. He has The next one's the easiest one there is. The Striders? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I thought we were doing Corey. Did we already do Corey? No. Corey, I have him as lab. We can do Corey. Let's go. Bad oh, guys. sorry. You're good. Go ahead. Oh, Bad guys. I mean, it's... it's Doing the Striders lab? It's the Patriots. It's it's the Patriots. They suck this year. He sucks this year. He's been good in the past. I mean... Everything but the championships. He loves clam chowder. I mean, they all love clam chowder out there. So, it is what it is. It's the, it's the Patriots. I thought it was a really easy one, too. But uh, I'm, I'm taking a different tap. I think the bad guys compare really well to the Green Bay Packers. Packers for all of eternity, everything except for having the early picks, which Corey always gets. The Packers have always been there. As long as I've been a Lions fan, it seems like the Packers have been top tier in the league and, uh, and uh, winning a championship here and there. And uh, just, like the, just like the Packers, uh, Corey's having a down year. They're both below 500 for the first time in like forever, and uh, so for me, uh, for me, it was a no-brainer too. The Pack. So I thought the Patriots, but I'd already used them, so I actually have the Packers too. And I'm gonna go with. Look, you had the best handoff in NFL history from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. He just keeps picking at second, kind of a little born on third base type deal there with Corey. I love you, man, but you pick second every year, and finally this year having a little bit of an off year. Great player, great franchise, historic, but tough this year. So I agree with both of your guys. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of a team that could have been really good if they just made some moves. I, I, both Trevor and I probably offered offered Corey the season if he traded Austin Eckler or Olave or some of those guys who haven't really panned out. So yeah, Eckler took a hit this year. He did. Do you see? He had like a breakaway down the sideline. He was only running 15 miles an hour, which is fast. But like yeah. linebackers were catching him, and it was like, whoa. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's why you don't pay running backs. Corey, great player, drafted some great talent. Like looking back at his roster, I mean, it's awesome to start the year. But uh, some of the guys just didn't pan out. So tough year. If you don't make the trades to offload them, you're just gonna suffer. You know. Yeah. He did draft Fryermuth though. And the Muth. And Luth. <laughs> All right. And last, the Striders. Go, Go ahead. Dig in. Oh, oh, the Striders. So easy. And, I, and this is going to be uh, a bit uh, of a prophecy as well. The Buffalo Bills. But it's going to get there a few times, but never going to win it. That's yeah. Fair. Yeah, suck on that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm going to stay in the AFC East for uh, for the Striders, too, but I'm going to go with this year's hottest, and that's the Miami Dolphins. That was your comparison for me. I know. I'm How sorry. many Super Bowls have they won? It's been a long time. It's been like 50 years since they won. But I'm going with the Dolphins because they're this year's hotness. Everybody thinks they're sexy. They think they're sexy. Everybody wants to play for their coach. Uh, they're finally knocking off. Everybody the does want to play for me. They're uh, they're they're knocking off the Patriots and the Bills, two recent champions. They're finally feeling for the first time ever the top of their division. So I'm going for the Dolphins. They haven't won it forever, but they're this year's hotness. I'm going with the Detroit Lions. And look, I think it fits. All right, um, history, maybe not on my side. Haven't won a championship. Um, I haven't been to the playoffs in a few years either, just like the Lions. Having a good year this year. Kind of gone downhill in the last couple weeks, like the Detroit Lions have. They've been playing with fire. So have I. Got to win one of these next two to uh, secure a playoff spot. But the Lions are going to make the playoffs too. Does it look like they're going to make a whole lot of noise? Not right now, but could they? Yes. So I'm going with the Lions for myself. I second that. Thank you. I second that. Last year, the Leprechaun City Mechanics, being led by owner Trevor Hall in the front office, 
figured out how to win, just like the Detroit Lions did. They made some big moves to get some good players, did a lot of prep and work in the offseason with guys they really liked, and came out this year absolutely hammering. And the huge question is, is this the beginning of a dynasty that's going to last with really competitive, good, strong play for years and years? Or is the snake in the grass going to get burned out? And we uh, and, and I think this season there's a lot to prove. I totally agree with Travis' assessment. So he's the Lions. Thank you. I like that. All right. Um, quick Lions talk. Who wants to lead us off? I mean, I'll sell the alarm. We have problems. We have real problems. This isn't any more of, well, we played a bad game. This is three games in a row of our defense not being able to stop anything. It's a joke. It's bad. It's one of the worst defenses in the NFL. We have zero pass rush. Um, we can't stop the run from, from large stints in the game where they decide to run the ball on us. Two weeks in a row, the opening drive has went straight down our throat to the end zone with nothing. I mean, literally almost picture-perfect drives from the opposing team. It was so bad that Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers won the toss and said, give us the ball. We know how this story goes. Watch this. And went right down the field. It was a hold my beer moment on their coach. Watch this. I mean, it's embarrassing. I'm sick and tired of this crap too. Everybody in Detroit. Also, take two seconds to address some douchebag Twitter beat writer that Trevor sent me going after the fans about their reaction to the loss. Yeah, we're pissed off about it. It's garbage. Play better football. You're capable. That's all I got. I feel like if it were just the defense, I'd be all right. It's been really concerning the last two weeks is to see golf take a turn for the worst. That's been, that's been hard to see the number of turnovers. No turnovers, no turnovers, no turnovers, and then boom. A lot of turnovers in two games. And I think it really shows how important that uh, Jonah Jackson is to that offensive line because if you give Goff a clean pocket, he's a good quarterback. But if you put him under duress, uh, he's going to struggle. And uh, I hate to say it, but uh, Jonah Jackson is important. And right now we don't have either of our top two uh, starting guards, and we've got an old guy that's filling in for one of them and doing a really good job. So uh, the offensive line is uh, what – for me is what's causing that. Bottom line is, is that I think the Lions are finally figuring it out. It's hard to be the division leader. I feel like they're getting everybody's best game every week. And uh, I think it's just another growing pains that they're going to have to go through and we'll see how they respond. Yeah, I do think like, I, first of all, I didn't know that about the guards. That's interesting. I feel like if they're going to get there, if they're going to get, you know, beat up a little bit, now's the perfect time. To remember, like we gotta we gotta bring our best every single week because we'll get beat by these otherwise bad teams, and so to to figure that out going into the playoffs and to have these weaknesses exposed as you know major problems, they have a chance to address them. Whereas otherwise they're toast. Do you know what I mean? And I will say, you know, silver lining, Jameson Williams has been looking really good the last couple of weeks. Like he's starting to come into his own a little bit. I feel the game um, script has been perfect for him because they've been down. That's true, so but he's look. He's making catches. I don't recall a drop, you know, yeah, which was a concern fair. at the beginning of the season. That's so. fair. Yeah, I. I and mean, the block. Sorry, forgot about the block. Yeah, there's a lot of concern for me there. Um, defense looks terrible, and we just lost arguably our best player on it for a couple weeks, and Alex Anzalone. Uh, could be longer. Did you yeah. hear Dan Campbell on the morning show? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear this. I story. think some of that was tongue in cheek, but at the same time, that wasn't a definitive timetable of two weeks. Yeah. Could be two weeks, could be this time next season. That's what he said. Yeah. Jonah Jackson, not coming back, I think, anytime soon. He's questionable right now. Dan Campbell said something along the lines of when he says he's ready. It's a wrist? Uh, no, for Jackson? Jackson, I, I thought it was a wrist. It's... But, yeah, I mean, it's concerning. That being said, as banged up as we are, the Saints are even more banged up. Um, I love them to get right this week, and I know I said that last week, um, but I think they got humbled, and I just see them beating up on the Saints, especially if Olave's not ready to go. We, we just did this with Green Bay. Green Bay had, that, like literally on the broadcast, that was the mantra because the Lions were going to stomp a mud hole in them. So we better talk about how Green Bay's so banged up, and Green Bay has no players on the field. And then Green Bay comes out and doesn't care. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just not sure we're who we thought we were. Because in the NFL, things can change quickly. 
Yeah, and I hope, I hope they change quickly for the positive this week. And that's what I see happening. You know I'm all over the Lions. It started off at two and a half. I think it's four and a half or five now. We're favored in New Orleans. That's not so. what you thought was going to happen either. You thought people were going to be betting heavy on New Orleans. No, I didn't. You told me that. You told me you think everybody's going to be on New Orleans and you're going to jump on. The question I really got to ask is, is the Striders going to start the defense again? No. Do it. They got cut. They got cut. We see you believe. They got cut. That's Um, another one you were shit-talking me about. Look how that panned out for you. (laughs) That's fair. Fair. I mean, it cost me a game this week. Um, Yeah, I expect them to, uh, to get right. I don't think the season's over, but... I mean, the defense wow. has the defense has to get right. And I'm, I'm painting a very grim picture, but I don't think the season's over either. But what I do think is that I ha- I legitimately had hopes that we were going to win a playoff game and possibly go to an NFC Championship, which I thought we would lose. I think we can do that. So I, I don't. There's no way in hell. Not we're NFC a, Championship game, but we're we not playoff. winning a playoff game. I just you know we play right now in the playoffs. I don't think that matters. But it's who Minnesota. is Minnesota? Okay. I think we can beat them, don't you? Uh, I don't know if we can beat anybody right now. They have Jefferson coming back. I, I just noticed something really interesting. Not only did the Striders cut the Lions defense, but they've got the Saints defense on their roster. Are you playing the Saints against Detroit this year, this week? No, I'm playing the Broncos. Against Houston? Yeah. Real quick, if we're talking about stuff we just noticed, I got something to say too. I got a little notification about who to trade for and win the season. And the top one, I swear, I'm looking at it right now, is Jalen Warren. Let me just, over his last four games, 15 touches a game, three top 15 finishes, 16 fantasy points per game. He's number one in yards per carry. I'm getting number no one in yards after contact, and number two in explosive run rates. Something you want to say? Listen, listen, this is where it gets better. He goes, I trade Pollard, Kyron, or Mostert for him. Next thing, Isaiah Pacheco. Kyron Williams for him? One second. No Next thing, Isaiah There's Pacheco. No Pacheco has the third easiest RB schedule remaining, averaging 14 carries, three targets, and 79 yards per game. It's a 1,337-yard pace, and he now has a cake schedule. Can I ask, can I ask him a great defense. Expect them to continue to run the ball. And who's the author of that so I can make sure never to read Darvitz? It's going to be the Motown Mambo when I beat you this week. <laughs> I just I, I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting I'll here finish the goes, story for him. It goes trade for Jalen Warren. I, I can say you're catching me on a good week. Austin acting like he uh, helped Jerry out making a trade. I, I Sounds a little snake. Hold on, let me just say. Is this. there a situation where we can both be helped? Literally, I said to Jerry that on the phone. I said I need you to be. I need you to win. He did say it. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Literally, Austin said to me on the phone. I think I might have messed Jerry's team up too much. I don't know if he can beat Chuck. It was a concern. <laughs> it was a concern. Do you need Lamb or do you need Putting that out there. <laughs> Brothers Hall. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to Jerry. I said it to him on the phone too. I don't even know if we should do this trade because I need you to win. That's very different from what you just said. This is bogus. I, I, I'm just going to say this. I don't care what any of you guys think. I never have. <laughs> because I'm going to run my own team. Straight into the ground. <laughs> this is coming from somebody that we drafted a team for. Hold on a second. We drafted a team for him, and he doesn't care what we think. That was, that's a different league. I'm not playing against you in that league. I'm not playing against you in that league, and I had something to do. But, but regardless, I'm just going to say this because there's a chance I won't be able to say it again. How many championships do you have? Zero. When you win a championship, you can critique my trading abilities. Also, Aaron Jones for Mike Evans. Suck on that. <laughs> so, it's fair. It's fair. It is fair. And it's going to be fair. And at the time, you were probably thinking you got over me on that, too. But unlike you, I can see the future. I have this booked. Tony Rich. <laughs> see the future. Sometimes it's cloudy. <laughs> Ah. Oh my gosh, that was great. Unlike you, I didn't see the future. Suck on that. <laughs> we, gotta wrap up, we gotta wrap it up on that one right there. No, no we still have the look ahead. Yeah, the look. <coughs> this is where it's gonna get really interesting. It is. This is where you're gonna see, I think I'm gonna be snake bit. Oh, Alright, we'll start off there. Benzers. Dogs. Dogs are a 26 point favorite. It's a week of huge spreads. Winner is in first in that division. Do you have thoughts? 
I've been projected to win every game this year that I played on CBS. I don't care what CBS says. Uh, to use Jerry's words, I wish I could say I never have. I used to care a lot what CBS said. Man. But uh, it, it, is, it looks great. looks pretty on paper. We'll see. The guy's got to perform. So You have really good matchup. A couple of interesting stats on the look in here. The, the big dogs lead the series 14-13. to 13. I don't lead many series, by the way. The Benzers have won the last two matchups, though. Three, including the playoffs. They According to this, it says two. I, I don't know if it counts the playoffs or if it's re- just regular season only. Let me view the game-by-game results. All right. I know he beat me in division at the end of last year. Then he beat me again in the playoffs. Then he beat me in the playoffs this year, I thought. Or, sorry, beat me in the Week the 15, the Benzers beat you last year. Yeah. And then... Hmm, the must not count that, playoffs. Well, the Benzers, Benzers beat you in week two, and the Benzers lost to you. Okay, so he's so got week two. thirteen. Okay, so I did beat him last year at the end. Okay. <clears throat> All right, big favorite there. Game of the week, I'm calling it right now. Mambo, Angels. It's a huge one. It's it's not an elimination game technically, but man, it feels like it, doesn't it? What do you say? Yeah, it, uh, I wish I could say I feel better about it. You know, last week I was supremely confident against, uh, against Jen, and uh, my team performed, and I had a high score. But, man, this week I got bad matchups. I mean, i got to play Drake London against the Jets. Something I tells mean, me there's going to be a few more pins than that. Who, who loves that? But, uh, hey, you know what? I, I believe in my team, and, uh, and I'm going to ride the horses I've got, and uh, hopefully they take me to the promise. Are you ride. definitely playing Mostert? I, I'm almost forced. Is A-Chain going to play? I, I think mean, there's a chance he plays. Everybody's been doubting Mostert for a while. And, 100%. Uh, I'm not, not shit-talking. Uh, I was just asking. Yeah, the bottom line is is he's put up a lot of points, and he's playing Washington. Mambo. Thoughts? Uh, Angels lead the series 17-11, to 11, which is not many people can say that against me. Um, also, he literally kicked the shit out of me, one thirty six to sixty four point three in week two. So, I mean, I want payback, and I need this. I've, I've made my, I've drafted my lineup recently for this game. I'm starting C.J. Stroud at quarterback. I'm bringing in Pachenko and Henry to, to you know, cart the rock. Good matchup. Henry's got I got Mike else. Evans coming up against Carolina, and I got Ayuk against Philadelphia, whose secondary sucks ass. Um, Evan Ingram, I can't stand Evan Ingram. I don't want him on my team, but there's not a better option. But even he has a decent matchup at Cincinnati. Really, really, really or good versus matchup. Cincinnati. Best yeah. matchup in the league. Yeah. Also, here it is. I'm putting Jalen Warren in the lineup out of, one, out of principle at this point because of the shit talking that I've faced. Jalen Warren going up against a porous Arizona Cardinals defense. Talk about how bad the trade is after this week. Um, Matt Gay at kicker. And then I'm bringing in the Jags to finish the job. The Jags at Cincinnati. A a burrowless Cincinnati Bengals. A toothless Tiger. We're going to go ahead and Are you guaranteeing victory? I will guarantee victory this week. If I lose this game... You're gonna think of something. <laughs> if I lose this game, I'll wear a Charlie's Angels T-shirt at the draft next year. Can we get that? Vice versa. Hell no! I got bad matchups, and he's got sweet matchups. <laughs> okay, you heard it here first. Guaranteeing victory. Dice going up against the Patriarchs. Neither team set their lineup. We don't really need to go into uh, into buys. Um, yeah, Dyson is hurting on buys, and you guys both want him to win. He can't mail this in. Come on, Steve. Get it done. The battle for uh, Colorado, once again, a lot of buys over there. Um, this week sucks with buys, by the way. This is horrible. Six teams on buy. Um, don't really need to talk much about that game. Uh, Believe needs to win. He goes up against the Young Guns. Uh, young Guns still have yet to set their lineup, and oh my god, do they need a running back. Um, not going good. Algiers available. <laughs> I'd say it's a fair take. Um, and then last, you know, if I can pull out uh, the victory over uh, the bad guys, 
I'll be clinching right now projected to win, but he doesn't have a quarterback or a running back or a defense in his lineup. I don't have a tight end. So a lot of buy, a lot of, a lot of buys this week. It's brutal out there. Yeah, especially on such an important week of the year. Yeah. And uh, that'll do it. Um, Hold on. Can we do something real quick on the panic meter? DK Metcalf? Oh, yeah. Dude, what is going on with DK Metcalf? Yeah. I don't know. It's That whole offense is brutal. Yeah. Um, you know, besides K-9 for the first five weeks of the year, um, Geno Smith just hasn't had it. You know, he's on waivers right now, and I don't see him getting picked up. No. So, it's yeah, it's just been a tough go for Seattle. But he can't get the ball to him. No Seattle wide receivers had a like had a good year. Yeah. So yeah, you need to get JSN more involved. And can we throw back to the draft when the sticker was DK Metcalf? <laughs> that should have been foretelling to it us. It should. We should have known. Uh, well, one last thing. Uh, we just had that news break that Jessica Marvin's getting married in Cadillac on the weekend of the draft. Yes. We got issues, boys. Well, first of all, big congrats to the Marvin family and Jessica. Of course. Like this, yeah. It goes outside. Yeah. But can we can we hold the draft up there post-wedding? Is Corey invited to the wedding? It's important. I put the call in. I literally really did this after the big dogs texted me and asked me to. And uh, was not received well. So, <laughs> there, Listen, it was a more Katie. of a who? Probably not. <laughs> His name's Corey O'Brien. Uh, that was from the matriarch of the family. Okay. Who? Okay. And I was like, Corey O'Brien, he's Bill's friend? Yeah, probably not. He's a super nice guy. He is a really nice guy. And you know what? I bet you he'd be a lot of fun at a, at a wedding. 100%. You need people like that. You almost you almost want to go out and find them, bring them in to like make sure that the party happens. Corey O'Brien's that guy. We need to just get Colton a plus one. <laughs> bring Corey. He can bring Corey. <laughs> Colton? That can probably happen. That's a nice job. Oh. Colton. We need you. Great moments are born from great opportunity. We need you, know, you to go gay. You know, and <laughs> just for a weekend. Listen, we can get Corey a nice wig, and we'll just go ahead. If he if he wears the wig, we'll give him a second O'Brien. Carly, <laughs> Carly O'Brien. Why? In this day and age, let's be honest, people won't even question it. He'll walk in bearded with a wig and a dress, and just you know. This is shaping up to be the best draft ever. <laughs> this would be one hell of a fantasy football bet if he does that. A hundred percent, it would. We should for sure. I'll just say this. I mean, the big dogs are are down. Do a, do an Airbnb or something. Yeah, a cool place. Dude, or, that would be so fun. Be so the off. trade talk. We need a big ass house though. In Cadillac, there is big ass houses because yeah, there's yeah. all kinds of ski slopes and stuff around there. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Nice. We'll have to do it. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be super fun. All right. So we'll keep them updated. Off season. Couple off season pods. We'll keep them updated with the happenings. But good luck this week, everyone. It's the witching week. Stuff is going to be sorted out. I bet we have at least two, excuse me, two other teams eliminated after this week. If I lose, I'm out. Essentially, I'm, I'm hoping for another week of upsets. Okay. If if I beat Chuck and um, the Patriarchs lose, they're not out of it. No. So no, who can be eliminated? I can be Bill, and Bill. Bill can be and I um, and I can be right. Austin if, can be too. If Mike How can beats, you lose? If Mike beats me, then I can't win my division. And if my dad beats you, then he can't catch. Then I can't catch wildcard. Yeah. He's but, got a better record than me though. Oh, if my if your dad yeah, beats me, exactly. gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if my dad wins and Mike beats me, then there's a two game gap between my dad and I. Okay. And I can't beat Mike. So then he and Jen, and I don't think I can catch a Jen either because she's two or three games ahead yeah. of me. So go. good stuff. I maybe I'd go down to like one percent or something like that if, I, if the stars all align. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. Sure I'd you not. guys. I mean, essentially, I think all three of you need really need to win. Is that fair to say? Jen beat me head to head, so if I, I don't think I have to beat Jen. Yeah, we all need yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, this well, is, all I know is if I lose this week, I'm Jen's biggest cheerleader next week. It, can I just? Keep, I keep going to this. So, has there ever been uh, a HFL? Season with this much parity where so many teams can make it down down the stretch. It's fantastic. It's an awesome season. You know, especially considering that we only let four teams into the playoffs. 
the regular season means something in our league. It really does. We and could, we could go into next week. Like, there's a scenario where there's like four teams that are like nine and five or eight and six, and they all just, it, I don't know how the tiebreakers would work, but it, it would be so much fun. Can you imagine next week if everybody is just still in it? God, it would be fun. There's a good chance it's going to happen. Yep. So, all right. We're taking off. Gentlemen, salutations. See ya. Adios. Take care. Big dogs out.